How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. What's good, San Diego? 2 o'clock on a Tuesday. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. A lot going on in sports today. Specifically, the NFL trade deadline was quite active, Chris. Uh, a lot of players going, f- a lot of players and picks being uh, handed off. Yeah. Uh, in the NBA, Steve Nash, he gone. He gone. They, they have. Uh, I loved how they say it when uh, <laughs> coaches are let go. They say Steve Nash was relieved of his, his duties. Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it sound like he was relieved. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he probably was relieved to not have to deal with uh, Kyrie Irving and the rest of that crazy Brooklyn Nets team anymore. Yeah, and, and there's tentacles to this story as well because uh, Ime Uduka, Uduke, Uduka, Uduka, Yudoka, Yudoka, Yudoka. It's not Sudoku. What is it? Yudoka, Yudoka, Ime Yudoka. The old Boston Celtics. The old coach. Boston Celtics suspended coach. Yeah, is apparently the front runner now for yes, this Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Jets. Now Brooklyn he, he Nets don't mind philandering in the front <laughs> office, evidently. He, he, <laughs> like what? He did. <laughs> he did. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! What was that? That was the sound of all the Brooklyn Nets women's employees looking over their shoulders as yeah. Ume Udoka comes into the building to he, take over as head coach. He certainly came from this organization. This is where he was the assistant before moving on to Boston. So that is uh, among some of the many things we've got going today. A pop quiz is in our future, Scraby. How, I, I don't know. How are you feeling about this, well, man? Well, the champ is you, here. This, <laughs> so that's how I'm feeling about it. The champ is here. you got another 90 minutes to hold on to your title. <laughs> the champ is here. Scraby, of course, here. had the upset. Um, we're going to go make fools of ourselves, as we often do once a year. When we recap our picks uh, in baseball, we're going to go back picks. to we're turn picks. the yes. calendar back to April, April, yes, that's and look at them. some of our preseason <laughs> baseball. That wasn't for you. That was for the situation. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. But uh, it is pretty comical. Like things like Tony Gwynn Jr. picked the Boston Red Sox to win the AL East. Comical. <laughs> comical stuff like that. <laughs> oh, just wait till you see mine. You will get a taste of that. I was just giving an example. Yeah, no, you get a, you get a little bit of a taste of that. Uh, and I'm not picking on Tony because I can find a bunch of goofy picks that I made as well. Yeah, so. you, you get a taste of that. We'll also have our Odyssey football 
fantasy football recap. Uh, well, that's only if it, I remember to bring it up. Because <laughs> it is it is your segment. That's it was a bad dead. week for me and a good week for you guys. So I think I should leave the room uh, during the fantasy recap. Yeah. So uh, let's let's start with this uh, NFL trade deadline. Yeah. Um. You know. Yes, of course. We need the the music to. It's not official until the music. You're starts. right. You're right. Uh, pretty active today, Chris. And there was a theme that that kind of changed, and I, and I kind of want your opinion on it. We have been talking uh, a lot about the fourth round pick that has become of such value to NFL yes, teams. Fourth and fifth round picks for star players. For star pay- players, um, yeah. that changed a little bit today. I saw I saw a first round pick come from your Dolphins. I saw a few second round picks exchanged. Yeah. Um, these are all younger players, though, it seems like, that have talent. I still think it's smart to trade for a proven commodity and give up a draft pick. Uh, maybe I'm probably in the minority because these NFL teams love to acquire these draft picks. But the Dolphins, for example, get Bradley Chubb from the Denver Broncos, an all-pro edge rusher yeah, uh, who just creates havoc, puts pressure on quarterbacks, forces turnovers. He's already accomplished all of that in his career, and he probably will continue to accomplish some of that with his new team, the Denver Broncos get a number one pick from the Miami Dolphins, but really, what are the odds? No better than 50-50 that they're going to be able to draft somebody next year with that number one pick is as good as Bradley Chubb. So I still think it's a good move to uh, to acquire talent for picks. Uh, but, um, you know, we've seen a lot of teams do it. Chicago Bears have acquired a bunch of picks, traded away their defense, and then today they went ahead and traded one of their second-round picks back to the Pittsburgh Steelers for Chase Claypool. Uh, the Buffalo Bills got Naheem Hines from the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, by backing up Jonathan Taylor for a long time. Pretty good running back. Really good running back. The Bills back. you know, kind of have a running back by committee led by Singletary, but I think Hines will help them. And uh, they, they part with a draft choice. I mean, to me, if you're a team that has any shot at all, you should go out and try to find and get who you can, and a lot of teams are doing that. There's more trades this year than I can ever remember. I don't, how about the sneaky one in Calvin Ridley going to the Jaguars? Jaguars. 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 Uh, yes. On this show, they can sometimes be the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they get that that trade, and you know Calvin Ridley was was a pretty talented wide receiver before he was suspended for the season for for gambling on on his sport. Um. He's gonna. That's gonna, that's a nice pickup for Trevor, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence come next year. Pretty happy yeah. about that. He won't have him till next season, but still, uh, Jacksonville's not going anywhere this year. So no, yeah. So it's I a mean, nice trade. And I mean, again, they get you know a potential All Pro type wide receiver for a fifth round pick. Yeah. That's it. That's all the Falcons are getting. And maybe they don't have a lot of leverage there because Ridley's suspended, but. What is a fifth round pick going to do you? I, I I don't get it. I it just feels like they 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 believe in their their talent evaluation. Yes, they do. They all much. believe that they're all geniuses <laughs> and they can find the next superstar in the draft. I go to the you don't remember George Allen. George Allen was the uh, coach and general manager of the Washington football team back back in the day, and uh, he would trade any draft choice. In fact. Back in those days, in the 1970s, Tony and Scraby, they didn't keep very close track of this stuff. You know, they, they wrote it down somewhere on a piece of paper in the, in, in the home office in New York City. But one time, George Allen made so many trades and traded away Did so many draft picks? choices <laughs> I think I saw that this. the New England Patriots, I think it was, 
thought they were on the clock with a third-round pick one year. And, like, the Denver Broncos said, oh, no, that's our pick. Yeah, did that? I think that was in the 30 for 30. It was. <laughs> he traded the same pick to two different teams, <laughs> and they didn't know it until the next year when uh, it was time for them to draft, and both teams raised their hand and said, hey, it's my pick. And the NFL said, well, that can't be. And they said, well, <laughs> we got it from uh, Washington. And the other team said, we got it from Washington, too. So I don't remember how they ironed that out. But George Allen didn't care at all about draft picks, and – he put together a Super Bowl team one year uh, with you know a bunch of veteran players. They called them the Over the Hill Gang, and uh, they made a Super Bowl uh, there in Washington. I'm not saying it always works, but I mean I like what the Rams did last year. They mortgaged some of their future, but they got their Super Bowl. And you know, I mean, I'm sure there's some Ram fans that are frustrated at the team right now. They're three and four, and they're scuffling a little bit. Still got your Super Bowl, you know. I mean, I, I would trade that in for a three and four record the next season. So here's uh, some of the the uh, let's see, twenty twenty one round five draft picks. Okay, yeah, give let's me some of the names in the mid, like in the middle, in the middle. Good call, good call, great. Look at you. I've been over here round. trying to find it. I just did. So <laughs> all right, what do you got? Uh, we have for the. Bengals, mm-hmm. number 149 in the draft in the fifth round. Evan McPherson, kicker. That's a good pick. All right, That's well, that pick. one's okay. Number 150 for the Eagles, Kenneth Gainwell, running back for the Eagles. He's all right. Third I mean, string. Yeah, he's all right. Uh that's about it, though. Give us some recognize. more names. Oh, well, Michael Carter. Uh, Michael no, that's Carter. Michael Carter, the defensive player, not Michael oh, Carter, the, not running, the back. running back for the Jets. No, I mean, there's other guys like Garrett Wallow, Sean Wade, Tommy Doyle, yeah. um, Noah Gray. I've seen him a couple times. Yeah. Um, but that's and about while the Jacksonville Jaguars just got Calvin Ridley for one of those guys. When, right? when you put it like that, <laughs> right. when you're saying that you're trading Calvin Ridley for a guy named... Uh, uh, Zach Davidson? Right. You're like, what? That's what I'm saying. I mean, fifth-round picks, are they only make the team about once out of every ten times. So I'm just amazed that teams are so willing to trade, you know, all these uh, good players away and get really very little in return. But it's a good day, I think, for the Dolphins. I mean, Chubb's a nice player. Chubb really is a nice really player. nice player. He can change the makeup of that team. There should, they should get their secondary a little healthier. I know Xavier Howard missed a couple of games when they were uh, – when they were in their losing streak, he it's, comes it's, back. And, it's funny uh, that you see, I mean, aside from a lot of 49er, not I shouldn't say a lot, a few 40, former 49ers on the Dolphins roster, you can start to see the some, some similarities in terms of the offensive side mm-hmm. of what we've become used to seeing in 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 San Francisco for so long. Yeah. Except you could argue that the weapons right now that the Dolphins has is better than any of the weapons – the 49ers have ever had in that run. I'll tell you one thing. It's interesting. We talk too much Dolphins. Football, At least on the offensive side. But isn't it amazing how Tua Tonga-Vailoa is no longer even questioned? Uh, there was a takeout there. I think Adam sent it to me last week that was saying it's now time to question. Uh, it is, you know, Tua has surpassed Justin Herbert. Yeah, for that's the kind of conversation that's going on now. Tua Tagovailoa has become a, a, an excellent quarterback all of a sudden. <laughs> in seven it's, weeks, it's, or eight weeks. In just seven weeks. Now it's that hilarious. Now that he just throws jump balls up there and Tyreek Hill catches him 45 yards downfield, wrestling it away from three guys. It, it's amazing what could happen. It's really crazy, right? When you give him, when you give him multiple weapons all, all of a sudden. All kinds of guys. And now, I mean, he's got an offensive line that actually lets it, him go back it, to pass. It's kind of like uh, Jalen Hurts, though, right? I mean, same thing. Like, I you know. start putting 
putting weapons around them. You know, oh, maybe maybe this whole Alabama thing, there, there's something to it. Maybe they, they know how to play some football. But maybe he bit. was a good quarterback before, and he just didn't have a very good team around him, and he was just getting used to playing I, in the NFL. I think that's the know? definite point. And, and, I mean, Justin Herbert, you know, I've had the same critique of him you know, the entire time, which is he puts up great numbers, doesn't win as many football games. He's and, all, uh, he came into his situation with good weapons to work with. He already had some good weapons. He looks like a better quarterback. He just he looks does. the part. He does. He does. But he still doesn't win as many games as you'd like, you know, for the Chargers to win if you're a Charger fan. So, but it is r- remarkable how quarterbacks just totally, I mean, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, couldn't get out of his own way. But now that he's got Jefferson and Thielen and, and a, he and just a, added T.J. Hawkinson today in a trade from the Lions. And you don't know, forget, Kirk Cousins, he can hand off to Dalvin Cook. The guy looks like he's not as clueless I back mean, there. The, the 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 change has been uh, San Diego's own uh, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, being Kevin's his, done a great being job. His head my, coach. my former t- high school teammate. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> we don't need to say that anymore because we know that you will. Uh, yes, I will. As long we'll, as he's we'll in just the keep, NFL. We'll just keep avoiding it and because we know you'll feel the void <laughs> so there. Kevin O'Connell is not getting enough credit for he Coach isn't. of the Year talk. He I isn't. mean, uh, the, everything was, you know, on Brian Davis of the Giants and obviously Nick Sirianni, the undefeated Eagles, but Kevin O'Connell has turned, you know, really has. Kirk Cousins into a guy that doesn't make mistakes. That's that's all Kevin O'Connell did. He went in there and he said, "Hey, I'm going to make you There's, a quarterback that doesn't screw up the game." Because anymore. literally nothing has changed on that roster offensively, other than yeah, who's Kevin's coaching. done a great job. I mean, a great job so far this year. Yeah, so, no doubt. Shout out to Kevin. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to break. Uh, got a lot to talk about. As we said, when we come back, we'll get a little bit into some San Diego State Aztecs basketball. They uh, have their last tune-up against San Diego Christian tonight. Uh, this could be a, a, a fun season for this ball club. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing them play. So. Uh, we'll talk about that when we return. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Scraby's smarter than me. God, I like, jeez. <laughs> I wish you guys could have heard that. I wish you guys could have, too, because that well, was what crazy. Happened? Why don't you tell everybody what happened? I, I'm looking. First of all, no <laughs> one in this room knew that there was a gold, the gold gloves were being given out today, but... Uh, Christian Walker won at first base, and I'm like, hey, Christian Walker won. And Chris goes, no, he didn't. Don't overreact. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just looked up on the screen, and it said the nominees, and they gave a, he gave a shot at Christian Walker. So I thought he was just a nominee. To, to, to Chris's defense, he when he looked up, it did say nominee. And then I, I just happened to look back again, and it like it flipped to, to winner. So he's the winner. He is the winner. At first base. So right. they're, they're, they're going through the catchers the Nas- right now. They're announcing some of the National League winners right now. They've announced some American League winners. Uh, Padres do have some finalists for gold gloves, including Jay Cronenworth and Hassan Kim, also Trent Grisham, Juan Soto. So we'll keep you up to date on that. JT Real Muto wins another National League gold glove award behind the plate. And uh, that is ongoing. So we will uh, keep you up to date on the gold gloves See if the Padres take any hardware home this afternoon. Game three of the World Series is coming up tonight. Uh, has the rain gone away? I believe it has. I believe it has. They moved the whole series back a day. Not only uh, game three being you know moved to today, but games four and five, and then they're going to have the off day on Friday now rather than on Thursday. Wasn't there a whole thing to make sure that they missed that Sunday and yeah. now they're playing on Sunday anyway? Game 7 they, is scheduled for Sunday. They did everything they could to avoid the NFL matchup. Yeah, but and they got the, it anyway. Yeah, the, it the, like. the weather was not cooperating. The, TV, the, the yes. weather didn't uh, didn't allow. So uh, game through the World Series. And Ranger Suarez has replaced Noah Syndergaard. He will pitch for Philadelphia and that's uh, it. You know, we were Lance talking. McCullers still the pitcher for Houston, or did they change their mind? Too? I think it's still Lance McCullers. I think it's McCullers. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh wait, nope. I think I saw something I'm where looking. he he got injured. No, nope, nope. Lance McCullers is still there. No, wait, no. Yep. Oh wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. That is Lance McCullers. <laughs> It'll be Lance McCullers. Uh, that's you know you're talking about advantages. Yesterday, right? Um, this is why they didn't want to call that game yesterday because now. It's an extra day that now Ranger Suarez, who, remember, started in Game 3 against the Padres. It wasn't right. Noah Syndergaard. It was Ranger Suarez. He clearly, they didn't feel like there was enough time between the last time he pitched and yesterday, so Noah Syndergaard was going to go. With that day off now, they now can throw Ranger Suarez. We'll see That's right. if that uh, if that ends up helping. Yeah, and uh, it's, it gives an extra day perhaps for uh, you know Wheeler and Nola. Yep. At the back or at the front end of the Phillies rotation to be ready to pitch again in this series. So, uh, World Series does continue tonight. It just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of interest around here in San Diego, and we know why because the Padres came so close to making it. But it's doing pretty good. It's at uh, in the terms of ratings. Okay. Yeah, ratings were better than uh, I said last two years. First, first, really? first two games. Wow. I, I I felt an immediate just cliff. That's because we're where we are. Like you, no, I know, but I, I just I just felt like one day we were on fire, and then the next day it was over. That's how it goes if like, you don't make it. Yeah, mean, yeah, true. Yeah, we haven't had that. We haven't had to experience that in quite some time. Yeah. Well, World Series should be over by Sunday, one way or another. Uh, rather, unless you know rain comes again. But uh, Monday, uh, the college basketball season starts. Uh, not only at San Diego State, but everywhere. 
It's the opening day for college basketball. Monday, the Aztecs will host Cal State Fullerton, which was an NCAA tournament team a year ago. Fullerton uh, lost in the first round to Duke. The Aztecs, as you know, lost in the first round to Creighton. So a uh, pretty good start, you know, to kick things off for the Aztecs. They'll play next Monday. Then Friday, they'll host BYU before they uh, get into a real difficult stretch. They'll have to go to Stanford, and then they leave for the uh, Maui Jam Tournament where they'll face Ohio State, potentially Arizona. Three or four other ranked teams are in that tournament. So that's how the Aztec season begins, six very quality opponents right off the bat for Brian Dutcher and company. Now tonight they're playing San Diego Christian in a uh, final tune-up out at uh, Viejas Arena. So it's going to be a great season. I I will say this. I don't know if Brian Dutcher knows that Mark Ziegler is running around and telling everybody how great this team is going to be this year. (laughs) But that's what Mark Ziegler has been doing. And you know, he's, he's, he's got my hopes up for the Aztecs, right? So we'll have to see, you know, if the Aztecs can uh, can live up to the the expectations. <sighs> Who's Brendan Rodgers? Knock oh it off. Come on. Brendan Rodgers plays second base for the Colorado Rockies, and that was the reaction you heard in the background. He was just announced as the NL Gold Glove Award winner. There's Why no way. All these random people There's beating no out way. Jake Cronenworth. Second base. Well, it's not fair to just be totally critical of Brendan Rodgers. Not like we watched him play a whole he lot stinks. this year. We watched him play a lot. He played for. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That's for true. Do you recall anything that stood out? No, nothing. So no. how do we feel about Hassan Kim? He's up next. How, come on, Hassan. This has got to be. They're going this has got to be the pod right. They're going right through here. their video montages of each nominee right now. So all right. The well, only thing you know, I I don't know. I I, I feel like the. Ratings and def- uh, runs above replace. I think all that should should be in his favor. But he, I mean, the guy he has to worry about in this category, I think, is is Swanson, Dansby Swanson for the Braves. He's, he's well. The he's thing is, too. is all of us basically said that the Gold Glove awards are stupid a couple of weeks ago <laughs> when true. they did not include Manny Machado <laughs> as a finalist for third base. And I will just ha- hasten to say now. They will remain stupid if the Padres don't win any of them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If the Padres do happen to snag one, then all of a sudden they will be much more uh, valuable and uh, much more uh, understandable. They're just about to announce a shortstop on, right now, and it's going to go to oh. yep, as Tony oh. Pott. Dansby Swanson got it at shortstop. So, so we're off for like another three uh, positions because I think Grisham is the next one, right? Yeah, they still got Grisham oh, and Soto and, and oh, yeah. Soto oh, in yeah. the outfield. We got but, two uh, more disappointments to yeah. Hit us. Like I said, the, the Gold Gloves are stupid. Nobody should pay any attention to these things. They don't mean anything. Uh, neither Cronenworth nor Kim uh, fortunate enough to actually get the Gold Glove. They were finalists, but uh, yeah, going back to Aztec basketball, I just you know Ziegler's talking these guys up. I, I don't think Brian Dutcher, you know, minds the fact that he's supposed to have a pretty good team this year. I mean, to me, if you're a good team, you want expectations. Yeah, you right. Want something to live up to. You don't. You 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 want to walk out on the floor and think you're good. I, I think, and, and I think that that's what the Aztecs are going to do. I think this program has moved beyond the whole. You know, let's not let's sneak up on somebody yeah, right. or, yeah, good point. or you know. Good point. I, I I think this is this this program has a chance to be like. A, a program like the program here on the West Coast. It, it's, it has that type of potential, and so I, I don't think at that point, like you said, I don't think I think you have to embrace 
you know that you're good. That you're good, and, and now you just got to go out and prove that everybody is right about your team, and that yeah. you know you're going to be a, a tough team to deal with all year long. And your schedule really allows for you to make a, that type of statement here early. Yeah, either that or it allows you you know a chance to work on things because, uh, like I said, it's going to be a difficult. It's going to be a difficult. You know, challenge to negotiate. Yeah, no Fullerton doubt. And BYU always plays the Aztecs tough. Beat them last year. Stanford on the road. And then we talked about that Maui Jam tournament. All right. Uh, Nolan Arenado just won another gold glove at third base. So, yeah. No, get the blue birds out there. <laughs> I missed the water this time. You really did. You came hard on that one. Well, I mean, Tied for second for most gold gloves at that position with Mike Schmidt. He's got 10. Brooks Robinson, the old Baltimore Orioles, won 16. Third uh, gold gloves. I imagine Arenado's going to get there. Because I, I, I'm assuming since Manny didn't even make a finalist this year, he's never going to beat Arenado out for third base. I just have a bad feeling it's never going to go his way. So, yeah, Arenado wins the uh, gold glove at third base, which is a yearly tradition for uh, baseball. I believe he also did not the gold gloves. opt out either of his uh, He didn't. He opted, he opted in. Yeah, so he he's going to be in the National League. All right, uh, we had a lot of crazy baseball predictions at the beginning of this season. We're going to run down some of them for you. Revisit April, find out what we knew and what we didn't know about the uh, 2022 Major League Baseball season. That is ahead as Gwen and Chris gets rolling along here on a uh, Tuesday afternoon. Full four-hour show today. Settle in and relax. Enjoy on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Kyle Tucker is the American League Gold Glover in right field. As they continue to make their way through the list, remaining are, for the Padres at least, is Juan Soto in right field and Trent Grisham in center. And so uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Jay Cronenworth lost out to Brendan Rodgers. I want to read you what they wrote about Brendan Rodgers, Tony. The Rockies second baseman is one of the bigger surprises among Gold Glove Award winners, but he did lead all MLB second baseman in defensive runs saved. However, they figure this out. He had 22. Uh, Rodgers did that despite some struggles in the field, particularly during the first half of the season. So apparently, according to this little write-up, Brennan Rodgers beat out Jay Cronenworth because he had more defensive runs saved. But he also beat him out despite the fact that he stunk for the first half. I, I, that just bothers me. They, they've come so analytical with this stuff that maybe to the eye, because you watched Brennan Rodgers 18 games at least this year, Tony. The Rockies played the Padres. I mean, if, if you struggle in the field for an entire half of a season – you shouldn't be a gold glove winner just because you lead in something called DRS that nobody knows how you figured out. You know, what's interesting about this situation is that for a long time, people, including myself, all had issues with how the gold glove was was, was done, right? Because it was an offensive category as much as it was a defensive category. Well, it seems like over time they've gotten better at being able to kind of it's not just based on fielding percentage anymore right like there's more things how much range that was the only thing they had to go that's by right in the past. that's it and the eye test it's funny how in this particular case maybe the eye test actually would have benefited in my opinion the better second baseman 
Um, All they had to do is show you the play that Jake Cronenworth made against the Dodgers on that one hopper out in short right field. To, that I, I think it was was a Max Muncie. Do you remember that play he made when he yes. was in the shift? Yes. And he dove to his right across his body, and the ball hopped up in the air, and he gloved it. it. Threw from the seat of his pants. I mean, plays like that. I'm sure Brendan Rodgers probably made a couple great plays this yeah, year. Yeah, no, no doubt. Just Listen, I, I don't want to. I don't want to poo-poo defensive run save because that is the name of the game, right? If you're preventing runs from scoring, you are ultimately helping your defense. But if it's a close thing, as it would have seemed to be, I don't know what. What did Jake have? You know, for no, a defensive run save. I don't. Scrape I don't seat. know where to look that up. Uh, shouldn't there be some sort of weight? In there uh, about games that are played down the stretch that have more no meaning because you're playing you're playing your defense is defense either de- you, you, I, I I understand it's all about the numbers and everything no but, not even about that like either but Brendan Rodgers played games down the stretch if, that didn't matter you're still having an impact on whether those games that didn't matter your team won or lost which is ultimately what. Brendan Rodgers played in games that didn't matter starting in April, actually. <laughs> this is not true. just the end of the season. <laughs> all season long, he played in games that didn't matter. Uh, your all-first-time award-winning uh, uh, gold glovers are all are in the American League, all-first-time winners. Quan from, um, from Cleveland, Straw from Cleveland, and uh, as we mentioned, who did I say was in Kyle right? Tucker. Kyle Tucker. Those yeah. are all first-time winners? Yeah, those are all oh, first-time winners. Good for them. So uh, they are going to do right field next, which will be Juan Soto. But while we wait, uh, let's go ahead and get into these predictions. I'm a really hard time finding this. What was it, DRS? Defensive run save? Defensive run save. Yeah, 22. I know where to look. I'll go get it. Oh, oh, here we go. Maybe this one? Maybe this one? I can go get it if you you. Why don't you go ahead and take us through our terrible picks we made preseason. (laughs) They're not so terrible. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Honestly, they're, they're a lot better than I thought. I'm going to need some of uh, your guys' help. You two to determine whether or not we got something right, we're close or whatever. But we're going to okay. start with the American League, and American League East is going to be up first. And the division winner, Chris and I picked the Blue Jays, which 
It's not a bad pick. They ended up in the playoffs. Tony picked the Red Sox, which was, they were the last place team in the division. But none of us got the Yankees, which is who won the American League East. I think it's pretty good that uh, Tony picked the last place team to win. That's that's not easy to do. That's not easy to do whatsoever. Especially when the Orioles are in that division. and they Well, let's talk about the last place. All of us predicted the selection. Orioles to finish last, and they finished in fourth place, but they did finish with a winning record, 83-79. and 79. Yeah, the American League East was no joke. I think it we found not. that out at overtime. Uh, the division MVP, we all said Vlad Jr. was going to do it, and he did not. Aaron Judge definitely was the division MVP with the 62 home runs. 100 million RBIs, I believe, he had this season. Uh, how many? 100 million? 100 million <laughs> RBIs this season. So we're all wrong there. Best newcomer, I I don't really know if any of us are right. Trevor Story struggled at the beginning of the year, so I don't know that he could be the best newcomer. Matt Chapman. Wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. And Kevin Gosman was the same. He wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. What do you guys think? For the best newcomer in the AL, in the East. whole division. Uh, yeah, yeah, I looked through somebody on the Orioles. Man, they had a bunch of guys come out of nowhere. That is true. Maybe like uh, Adley Rutschman, something like that. The catcher. Well, for I don't the know. Was a newcomer, somebody that came from another team. Yeah, they had to it come, was, no, had, come into the division. Come into the division. And I don't know why it's it's slipping my head, but I feel like it was. Um, know who that I'm trying to think of who it was I'll, well who, okay we'll move on uh the division Cy Young we picked Tony it, said basically it was clearly none of the guys we none picked. of the guys we said right Hunjin Ryu Tony said Chris wow. said yeah. Jose Barrios and I said Kevin Gossman all three were on Toronto and none of the three no were around at the end of the season were they no. or did Barrios pitch Barrios well pitched the at the end of the season he, no he didn't pitch well I mean I don't think he pitched well I, I looked this up actually throughout the like year a, he had a, uh, he had a right high here. ERA five two three ERA in 172 innings yeah so he was I mean he was making his starts but he uh did not have the funny thing is is all three of us picked Blue Jays pitchers they had a guy who could have been the Cy Young Award winner in the division Alex Manoa who had a 16 and 7 record and a two two four ERA we missed him <laughs> we didn't. We didn't name him. <laughs> nope, definitely so, did not. Go. We missed him. Uh, the surprise team. Now, Chris and I are definitely way wrong because we both said the Yankees and the surprise. Why are we wrong? Because we said the Yankees were going to be surprisingly bad. No, I said I no. said they'd be oh, surprisingly oh, is that right? good. All right. Do I have to go back to April? <laughs> I can't even go back that far in the uh, the logger. So you said you... they were going to be surprisingly good, Chris. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's what he said. Tony, he said. Okay. All right. Fine. No, I'm saying you said surprisingly good. I think you meant to say surprisingly bad. Yeah. That's yes. Right. Yeah. But he yes. Anyway, Tony said Red Sox for the surprising team, and they were surprising. They were yeah, certainly they surprised. Were surprisingly <laughs> bad. Exactly. Maybe that category could change. So if they're surprising. You know, if you guys way. are changing your answers now, I'll change mine too. I meant surprisingly bad. Okay. Clearly. Good. That's you also I've... picked them to win the division, so I don't know. Can you have both things? <laughs> good point, Chris. Good point. That is a good point. <laughs> no. The AL Central division winner, we all three chose the White Sox. We all three were wrong because the last place team, we all three chose the Guardians, and they ended up with the first place spot in the division. This goes to show you, man. We picked the Guardians last in that division. They won it. Tony picked the Red Sox first. They finished last. You always think you know at the beginning of the season. You do. You do. But no good. 
Division MVP, Tony, you said Carlos Correa. Chris said Luis Robert. And I said Byron Buxton. And none of those. It probably would have been uh, Ramirez. Yeah, probably Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez yeah. Cleveland. Oh, yeah, you, you got to be right there. Buxton he, got off to a good start. He did. I recall. Yep. But then he had his knee injury. He started. up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, best newcomer, Bobby Witt Jr. He, he was he was really good. This year. I think he's going to finish, what, second in the – Oh, oh did oh, we see who Chris, was – no, We missed it. Trent Grisham, whether or not he's going to well, we win. Missed, we missed uh, Soto. Trent Grisham oh, is your winner. Oh, he wins his second one. We got one, Chris. <laughs> like I said, the uh, Gold Glove Awards, you got to pay very close attention to those <laughs> things. The greatest award of all time. Brilliant <laughs> award. I, Trent Grisham. I always thought that this was the Padres' best shot to win one. I mean, because there aren't really anybody as good as him defensively in the National League. Now we're up on the right field, but we I'll go through some more of these because they need to go through their little video packages. Uh, best newcomer, Bobby Witt Jr. Chris said Javi Baez. He had a terrible. terrible year. Carlos Correa had... Also not good. Yeah, not good. So uh, I would say... Bobby Witt was the best call. Out of the three, yes. And then Division Cy Young, Tony said Lucas Giolito. Chris, you said Dylan Cease. Nice, Chris. Chris probably won it. Shane probably. Bieber didn't have a terrible year, but no, Chris not as good as Dylan Cease by yeah, far. Cease was really good. Cease is going to finish, what, second in the Cy Young? Maybe first? Possibly. Yeah, 14 Oh, eight, no, two, Ver, Verlander's probably going to finish first. Yeah, Verlander will win that. Oh. Cease will be right there. Surprise team in the AL Central. Tony and I picked the Kansas City Royals. We were wrong. Chris said the White Sox. But you what also picked him as a division winner, so I don't know what you were thinking. I don't know what I was thinking there, but I, <laughs> whatever the White Sox did, I was not thinking what they would do. All right. Mookie, Mookie Betts, Betts won the award in right field. So we went one for four. That's yeah. not bad. That's 250 average. That's high. That's above average in Major League Baseball this day and age. All right. Congratulations, Trent Grisham. Bringing one home. Indeed. Anyway, let's move on to the American League West. The uh, division winner we all picked was the Mariners. That was wrong. I think we the, all just went for the hope there. I, I think we were feeling <laughs> it the hope. It kind of was like a hope thing. I mean, right? Houston's better. Yeah. They just are. Uh, the last place team, we all said the A's, and we all got that right. That was not hard to predict. Everybody knew that the A's were going to be terrible. Tony said the division MVP would be Alex it's funny. Not to interrupt, but it's funny that you say that because the A's, right. Everybody knew they were going to be terrible. But everybody knew the Orioles and the uh, Guardians were going to be terrible, too. But they weren't. So it just goes to show. You think you know. And in this case, we were right. But it's not that easy to do. Well, I think what happens is, right, in in the Guardians' case especially, they still have, like, good players. You just felt like, all right, the White Sox have a lot more talent, right? And so you, you went with... What you felt was was right, and yeah, I, I like when you think about it now. It's like, how could I have picked the Royals to finish ahead of the Guardians? It just it makes no sense at this point, right? But you know that's why it's uh, predicting in April, and you shouldn't do it, especially yes. in, especially in the American League for us because we don't pay nearly <laughs> nearly as much attention Not to the close. American League. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Uh, the division MVP Tony said Alex Bregman. Chris, you said Mike Trout. I said Otani. I would. Would it be? Uh, would it be? Um, Rodriguez? Uh, no. Um, oh man, it's not Yonder Alonso. Hold on, it's going to come to me. The guy who hit the home run for the Astros in the playoffs. It was a Jordan Alvarez. Alvarez. Do you think he would be the MVP? No, I think Otani would be the division MVP. Yeah. I was right. going to finish second behind Judge. 
I just find it amazing that this is the first time I've ever picked Mike Trout to win the MVP. And he doesn't. And it's the first time he didn't win the MVP. So, yeah. Mike, if you're wondering why you had a bad year, it's all my fault. <laughs> all right. Uh, best newcomer to the division. Tony said Jesse Winker. He had a hard year. Uh, Chris said Marcus Simeon. Got some he had good a right hooks in, though. Really hard. Yes, he did. That was his best part of the season. Uh, I said Noah Syndergaard, which couldn't. I mean, he's he went to the Phillies, but he was not very good. So uh, that was it for the Cy Young or the uh, sorry best newcomer. Now Cy Young, Tony, you said Framber Valdez. Nice. I, I think the answer to this though is Justin Verlander. Yeah, but Framber Valdez is a very good pick because he yeah. had twenty five quality starts in a row. I'd say that's a good pick by Tony. Uh, then Chris, you said Otani, which he did have a good year. Yeah, yep. it was good. And then I said Robbie Ray, and that was not not good. so good. No, not so good. Last category, surprise team. Tony said the Angels. <laughs> you guys typed in surprisingly bad. We did. <laughs> Chris said Angels surprisingly bad. I said Rangers surprisingly bad. So Chris and I hit on that one. Yeah, we hit on those. But good for us. Yeah. So that's I wanted it. to believe in the Angels so bad. You yeah. Know, oh, can I, we I, get? I wanted to. Can we go back to the A's for a second? I want to talk about how Rob Manfred basically said that the A's. How are, about that? He said that the A's are probably going to be moving because they He's, can't figure he things out. He had bad news for Oakland and good news for Tampa. Yes, he loves Tampa for some reason, apparently but he hates gonna, Oakland. Apparently, he thinks they're going to get a stadium there. Apparently, I don't think he hates Oakland. I just think uh, for you know, you talk to people out that way, it just seemed like a long shot. I, I have a and it sounds like Vegas is going to have baseball here soon. Yeah, but it's and if they move, really there, looks like the uh, Las Vegas A's. Yes. Well, well, then that's that's so weird. Then you got the Raiders and the A's both moving to Vegas. That's kind of yeah, crazy. Well, Vegas is a much more happening spot than Oakland. And now, sorry they, and to now, all the Oaklanders out there. You're right, because I, I <laughs> truth I, is the I, truth. I want uh, a team in Oakland. I mean, there should be a team in Oakland, but that's not the case. And now they've seen two other. You know, sports entities go to Las Vegas and have success, whether it's the Las Vegas Raiders or the Golden Knights. Yeah, I Las mean, Vegas is doing it, great. They're, they're, they're the, Those the teams WNBA just, team. I mean, they got a lot of stuff going there right they've now. They've been embraced. So, I mean, don't you think the Las Vegas A's would do better than the Oakland A's, uh, attendance-wise? Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, anybody... And Anybody I know that it, I know that everybody thinks the Oakland A's are you know tradition and all of that, and they did win a lot of World Series there. But you know, in the '60s, they came from Kansas City, mm. and before that, they came from Philadelphia. So the Oakland A's have not been there forever. It just seems that way to our generation. But well, there's I, a time before the Oakland A's existed, and uh, looks like there's going to be a time after the Oakland A's existed. Yeah, and I, I mean. The A's fans in Oakland, they're they're very it's, – so it's almost like a Chargers situation here, down here because the A's fans love the, their team, but it's looking like they're going to leave, and it's kind of like what Chargers fans went through when they were down here. Can you blame them, though? I mean, no. they're, the fans are ultimately the ones that pay the price for it. Yeah, right? no, it's when, true. When the team leaves, nobody else does. I, the A's do have a ton of tradition. I believe in tradition, Chris. Yeah, well, I all right. I, 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 I'm yeah, glad Chris. you do, but I mean, there's 900 people in the stands. <laughs> You're right. I mean, Major League I Baseball. I think it's the stadium. I think more people. Well, I don't will think go. it's the stadium. I also think it's the owner. Right? That's yeah. This guy's a schmuck. He won't. He won't. <laughs> he won't. He won't like spend any money on players at all. <laughs> they couldn't have had any bigger of a fire sale this season. I mean, it's it's. Uh... 
I mean, listen, what San Diego knows about losing a team and, and how that makes you feel. I mean, the San Diego Chargers had as much of a tradition as the Oakland A's. 50 years worth, yeah. 60 years worth, 55, whatever it was. And they sure enough bounced. <laughs> yes, they did. And they got and the opportunity. Talk and people with no attendance are going to walk. I just got a tweet from a friend who's saying, uh, how about all those Grisham haters out there? Because there was a lot of people that wanted Grisham either DFA'd or not on the field at all, and he ends up winning the gold glove in center field. I had some friends that wanted to just send him to El Paso. Like, just let him hang out down there. Let him be a triple-A uh, player. Yeah. It just proves well, that. Well, 184 batting average was hard to stomach, I must say. He made up for a lot of it with his uh, series against the Mets and series against the Dodgers. You know, I was going to ask you guys this. I mean, does the fact that he won the gold glove, does that make it more likely that you bring him back? Because it the, seems I, to me the Padres need an upgrade in center field, even though he's a gold glove winner. The question was, is how do you replace him? Who are you replacing him with is the question. Yeah, and, I don't know. And, and you know, I think the other, the other thing is, I, I don't think there is a um, argument against the, that. One eighty nine was was tough to to stomach, but right. it's more of a it more points to the fact of of why you don't just move on or give up on somebody because without Trent and that one eighty nine average in a regular season, you may not get out of the first round. Uh, of that of that playoffs, you know, you may not get out of the second round of that playoff. So, um, having you know, sticking with a guy, or or just keeping him uh, his spirits up so that at that time of year he can come up big for you as he did. And so, as you said, he made up for a lot of it by the way, way he played in the playoffs. But um, you just hope that that experience makes him better moving forward in terms of consistency and. Not being in the 189 territory. It's such a question mark right now because you don't know what's going to happen with Tatis. You know, I mean, Tatis could go to center field. They could keep Tatis at shortstop, get a whole new, brand new center field. It really does, They could yeah. stick with the same center fielder. It's really, you know, up for grabs what's going to happen this offseason. I'll say it again, though. A good problem to have. Good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. I think, honestly, most people that follow the Padres – would welcome a new center fielder next year. And I'm not saying they're right. I don't know if they're wrong. Don't know if I agree with them or not. But I think people want a little better bat in center field in general. And maybe that's not fair because maybe the Padres have enough bats that they can live with a guy in center field that doesn't swing for a high average and makes every play. I'm I mean, not, there's I, something I, to be said for that, or there should be anyway. There definitely is, and I'm certainly not saying that there isn't an argument to be made that um, an upgrade or moving Fernando isn't an option and won't be explored. I'm just saying, you know, be careful what you wish for. You know, it's not you try to. I'm not trying to run him out of town, Tony. I'm, uh, I'm not talking. To you. I'm not talking to you at all. I'm talking. Oh, okay, you're talking, talking to those to that are. I'm just talking in general, right? Okay. Just be careful what you wish for. Uh, he very well could have. I mean, that's his. That's the worst season he's had as a Padre. So, I mean, is he entitled to a, a bad year now? If he starts out that way again next year, then maybe you got an issue. But I wanted to ask you: Do but, we think he's a 189 hitter? That's the question. I don't personally he can't be, possibly. Be, I don't no. think he's a 189 hitter. I don't believe that either. What but. is and so then the question is what is sufficient enough then at that at that spot if if we don't think he's a 189 hitter, what do you think he is? 
He's a 230, 230 guy. 240. Is, is that sufficient? Enough? Yes. Because I've heard that statement. Uh, just we just we If Hassan Kim can just hit two, 230, what do you go out and He's do the following year? 250. He hit 250. So, I, I want to ask you, though, when you come off a season like that, like Trent Christian, 184, bad season, where do you start? Like, where do you start to get ready for the next year? What are you working on? What are you doing? I mean, everybody's different. I know I would start from scratch. Just build it back up. Build it back up. One thing we can say about Trent Grisham, he's the only Padre to win a gold glove in the last 20 years? Is that a question? Well, I have to look at it again. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What's the stat? In the last 10 years, he's the only Padre to win gold glove. Who was the last one before that? Chase? Yep. Chase Headley in 2012 was the prior Gold Glove winner. Trent Grisham's now won two. There it is. So good for him. Three o'clock hour on the way. I believe that's uh, Chris versus the fans. Nope. Daily Gambit. Daily Gambit. I knew that. One of those. Fourth <laughs> winner, Chris. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.